1: Welcome to the 100% LCFC podcast, brought to you by our sponsors at ADT Taxes, Everard's Tiger, and Peter's Pizzeria. Pete Today's show 100% LCFC podcast, episode number 38. I've got a special guest this time around, not just a fan, not just a content provider. I've actually got a Leicester legend. It's Mr. Matt Piper. How are you, Matt?
2: Are you doing, mate? You okay? Oh, I don't mate! Quite go as far as a Leicester legend.
1: No, listen, listen. I you, you, you stapled. I you saying that. <laughs> you stapled your legendary status, mate, when you got that last goal at filbert Street. Let Let's go straight on to that, actually. While while we're on on the topic, um, I just watched the the goal on uh, on YouTube because hey, we can catch anything on YouTube these days. And and your goal's there; it's cemented forever.
2: <laughs> and... No, it is, mate. And you know, do you know what, chappers? I am um when that came up when it came on youtube i was like wow what why why has someone put this on youtube because literally mate when i when i scored it it it, it obviously meant a lot to me personally yeah of course
1: being really, a lesser lad and that
2: yeah obviously because of that but it was sort of i, I didn't think it was as big as it was uh, and it's as i've got older yeah stuck when with i've you. realized that it's, you know, it was such an important goal and, yeah. and thank God that Callum Davidson dived out of the way of it and so did John Stevenson yeah, because well. if it wasn't for that I only played really 18 20 games for the first team and I, I really probably wouldn't have been remembered unless I scored that goal
1: I watched it and uh, it's just it was just mad. It was like it, it, the ball come across, face a goal. You've sort of just left your man and dived. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bullet of an edder, to be
2: fair. Um, yeah, well, you know what, mate? I I'm—I um, I was one of them guys that, for all through the youth team and the reserve team, and when I got in the first team, all the managers, Gary Parker, David Nish when I was in the youth team, Nev Hamilton, yeah. Um, God bless him. He, he's left us now. Um, but they all used to say that when I jumped, I looked like a turtle because I used to jump in the air to head the ball. So <laughs> I'm six foot one, so I should have been good at heading the ball because so I was quite tall, big lad. And I used to jump, and my neck, for some reason, just used to go back into my shoulders because what? I didn't used to like heading the ball. Really. And a funny, a funny story about that goal is we signed. Oh, what is his name? Ben Thatcher. We signed Ben Thatcher, who was Tottenham's left-back at the time I scored that goal. And he's the guy that tries to, if you watch the goal back, he tries to clear the ball away. And he's a big lad, Ben Thatcher, wide. And he tries to kick the ball away. And he nearly kicks my head off when I kicked that ball. And he signed for Leicester literally the next season, I think. And I had gone to Sunderland. And I come back and we was on a night out. (laughs) <laughs> I as um, you did out back then with Brian Dean wow I'd gone out on a night out with Brian Dean and Ben Thatcher Um, he'd had, he had, had a few beers I had a few beers and I said hey mate what about when I scored that by <laughs> you when you played for Tottenham and he <laughs> said you know what you would never have scored that goal but the night before all the Tottenham boys went out oh, and I no. had, and I had 13 pints so I was like oh oh geez, my ben,
1: <laughs> Days. I mean, that was football, though, mate, back back in the day. Back in the day, they, you, you, they did drink, didn't they, before and after games and stuff? I, I can't see that now. The boys just seem to wear headphones, put their Reds down, and, and you
2: don't sort of see them mingle anymore. It's weird. No, mate, it, it's changed totally. And and to be fair, I think the more foreigners that have come into the game uh, have come and they've brought their culture and... Um, sort of their style of things yeah. they don't drink they probably have a glass of red wine a week took, took the uh, English out of it English took the <laughs> they have mate I mean you see you see when, when we're playing in Europe um, years ago you know the fans that were going out very humble going out for a glass of wine and then the English turn up with like 15, 20 pints and <laughs> you know, start singing songs and going crazy yeah four hours you before kick off <laughs> yeah exactly so it is it it was a shift probably uh, probably about when i sort of retired around 2000 and between 2005 2010 there was a shift and sort of i always look at wayne rooney as sort of being the last of his kind the kind of my era that used to drink but still be able to turn up on a weekend and perform (laughs) yeah still hack it (laughs) totally went mate exactly that totally went when, oh. um, when the foreigners started coming in
1: now you're name dropping so i'm going to ask you a question um, who's the who would you say is the best technically te- technical player that you've ever played
2: against the best technical player, without a doubt, that's an easy question, mate. Is Dennis Bergkamp. Dennis Bergkamp. Oh man. what, yeah, what? I played oh, against man. Dennis Bergkamp. Well, we all, all as Watson, Leicester fans, know. Football yeah,
1: football. that that game against us where he got that was it. It was a hat trick, wasn't it, that he got back? And oh man.
2: It was a hat trick, and you'll have to you'll have to get Matty Elliott on to talk you through that goal. That he scored you, you'll Mattie have to hook yet. us up with that one, Pipes. <laughs> Mate, uh, listen. I'll do it, but he won't do the interview because he don't want to relive that moment. Because <laughs> literally, it was his worst moment in a Leicester City shirt. <laughs> yeah, but he had some good moments after that, so uh, we can. Hey, with... <laughs> mate. He's a, he is a genuine Leicester City legend. He is. But that moment, listen. I always let him off because David Dennis Bergkamp was my favourite player of all time.
1: Oh, he's um, up there. Him,
2: Zidane. No, him and Zidane probably. My favourite players of all time, and only if they scored that goal against you, you can get away with it. Because mm. the way Dennis Bergkamp took that ball, oh. it was—I was at that game. It was a ball from David Platt, chipped over the top. Yeah, he brought it down in midair, and I was sitting in the double decker at Filbert Street. He brought it down in midair, and before it hit the floor, Matt Elliott went to clear him up. He flicked it back over Matt Elliott's head. It bounced once, and then he half volleyed it past Casey. Callow, yeah, I remember one of the. It is probably the best live goal that I have ever seen. So, there's a story from this as well, Chappers. As soon as he scored that goal, even though I was in a Leicester track suit because I was a Leicester uh, academy player, I think I was 14 or 15. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I gonna
1: say yeah, I'm, I'm about the same sort of age as you. I'm, I'm 32. Um, and I remember... no, I'm a
2: bit older than well, you. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm 37 Yeah, now.
1: but, you know, sort of, I, I remember being a kid as well watching that. So, yeah, some memories are coming back right now. But yeah, you were saying, That's sorry. It, mate.
2: He scored that goal, Dennis Bergkamp, and I stood up in the double-decker in the Leicester end, so surrounded by Leicester um, fans, and I clapped to that goal. And a Leicester fan, five, five rows in front of me, stood up and he went, he was a grown man, probably probably our age now, and he turned around and he went, sit down! Really? Because he thought I was an Arsenal fan. Yeah. I wasn't an Arsenal fan, I was a Leicester fan. But... Above anything else, mate, I'm a football fan. And yeah. when he scored that goal, I thought, that's the best goal I've ever seen. I'm standing up and I'm clapping it because it was unbelievable. So I clapped it. And he he turned around and he said, sit down.
1: Yeah. So yeah.
2: naturally, I sat down because I was scared. But when the legend that is Steve Walsh scored <laughs> that equaliser, wow! that fan came up the rose because everyone was going crazy and he punched me in the face. <gasps> yeah.
0: How old are you
1: then? You say 15.
2: 14. Oh, 15. And God. I had a Leicester tracksuit on, don't forget. And it was a good job. My old man was sitting behind me because he, and and if you remember that night, it was raining. So he had a big golf umbrella, my old man. And as that bloke punched me, I just seen this massive golf umbrella come over the top and smack this lad right in the center <laughs> of his eyes and knocked him back the five rows. Oh, it was a my great night. God. One, that oh,
1: God. Uh, that, that I mean that's 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 added to the fact that that was an amazing game to be at but <laughs> your old man doing unbelievable,
2: that unbelievable <laughs> mate I'll never forget that game yeah but, of course Beckham scored a hat trick and then obviously Walsh who now is a big mate of mine scored that equaliser and he is a bona fide Less than legend, mate. yeah.
1: He is, mate. Oh, mate, we won't go there with the uh, he's there, uh, he was there, he's there as every F in where Stevie Walsh. And I, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I was I'm talking probably six years old, and I still remember that as well. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. these things don't mate, go away, incredible, yeah. Um, but you you mentioned about clapping player, uh, I, I did that actually, um, when it was the Angel Di Maria goal um man united when we when we yeah, come man back united famously come back and won 5-3 that was on my birthday that was it was my most amazing wow. birthday I wow. ever had um i went out on the lash for the, for the next probably 6 hours after that I can imagine <laughs> uh, man. It was a great
2: game
1: yeah and uh i don't know about the best goal i've seen live i think it's um i don't want to say say it but it's Jamie vardy's half volley uh, against liverpool Mahrez assist
2: yeah Unbelievable goal. I mean, we had this on, uh, obviously, uh, you know, I work for the radio at the
1: minute. Yeah, we, of course. We we, we all listen what... to you, mate.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> we, uh, um, we, we spoke about what is the best goal you've seen. And I actually think that I was at that game as well. Brilliant goal. Outstanding. But if you're a footballer uh, and...
1: Yeah, you know, I know what you're on about now. Like a build-up and the whole technical side of... Yeah, I know.
2: Yeah, and I don't want to go into all that, but it is an easier goal to score than the one that he scored against West Brom. So for me, the West Brom one, where Mares plays him over the top, yes. he volleys it first yes, time, first time. over his shoulder, yeah, and he angles it past, I think it was Ben Foster, who's a top keeper, I yes. think, is technically a better finish. So that is my favourite Jamie Vardy goal.
1: Well, we at 100% LCFC put a poll out on the favourite Jamie Vardy go out of the 100. And uh, those two are the ones that came up time and time again. Uh, I don't think the results are in. I think Phil put it up for a full week. So we'll, we'll soon find out what the fans think on there. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, well, hopefully everyone agrees with me. Yeah,
1: well. I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the actual game, though, uh, Pipes, you brought the three points back, um, which was brilliant. Thank you. What a game that was at the weekend um any 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 anything particularly you'll pick out which really stood out for you
2: honestly mate and and i don't think a lot of people agreed with me but it's the way i you know the way i commentate on games i, I just have to say what i see and i thought yes johnny evans gave it away at times but the way he defended mate yeah he was throwing his body in front of things he was out jumping um Ashley Barnes and Chris Wood who we know are probably <laughs> the two mate, they're, they're two unbelievable um, strikers, especially in the air and they're strong. They've got height they, in that they've squad haven't got... they?
1: They've
2: got, mate, they've they've got, got crouch they've got, as well, haven't they? Absolute, they've got absolute like Hercules guys <laughs> in that squad and the way that he defended in that game for me was the standout moment and then 30 minutes left it's one all, and they bring Probably the best header of a ball Premier League history, other than Shearer, probably. Peter Crouch on, and he starts winning headers against him and and dominating him in the box as well. So that's the reason I gave Johnny Evans um, man in the match. But what I've got to say is, it was it felt. I don't know if you went Chelsea away, mate. Chelsea away, Stamford Bridge, just before Christmas. No. It was it was back to the walls, defending with bodies, chucking bodies on the line, um, last-ditch tackles, helping your mate yeah, out. Yeah, that's
1: it's grinding out a result, game. isn't
2: it? Yeah, that is exactly the feeling that I had at this game at the weekend. So when when because we had gone down to 10 minutes, of course
1: obviously. yeah Was it, to you was that a, was definitely a sending off because when you look back at the replays there wasn't a lot of contact but obviously he's caught him with, you know running behind and he's Maguire's not as quick and he's gone down yeah. is that a red card
2: yeah it is I think so mate yeah. I, I I think listen Harry Maguire's not meant to bring him down no he's minimal contact but the laws of the game suggest uh, and I don't think Goodmanson's dived I think he's got a bit of contact, he's running at full pace, he's taking him to the floor. Yes, there was a covering defender, I think it was Johnny Evans, but he was never going to catch him yeah, No, Goodenson. he were not no. And for me, mate, it was it was the right decision by Michael Oliver. Yeah. Um, what about on the other the end, time... sorry?
1: What about on the other end? The NDD
2: situation, the foul you at know top. what, mate? That's one of the hardest ones I think you could call.
0: Really, because
2: initially when i first seen it i thought that's a penalty and then i looked at it again i thought that's outside the box and then i looked at it again and thought he's hardly touched him he's gone down easy but then i looked at it again for the third or fourth time and i thought you know he's gone down quite naturally it looks like because what he did go
1: down like a sack of sports mate he really did
2: do you know what, mate? I don't know if he did. You know when someone goes down like a sack of spuds, you sort of you sort of see how they've thrown themselves to the floor. I don't think he did. It looks natural how he went to the floor. Hmm. And the, the thing that I would suggest is when someone is going full tilt and they are moving as quickly as they can move, all it takes – I know this because it's happened to me quite a few times. <laughs> all it takes is a slight brush from a from an opposition and it can send you to the floor because you are moving at full tilt. Yeah, well Vardy, um, for
1: instance, gets a little slight exactly. knock and, and people moan about him diving all the time. But yeah, I see I see where you're going with this, to be fair. Now thinking about it, can on the me? Leicester perspective, yeah. when we get the same sort of situation with Vardy, we always shout for a pen all the time, don't we? So yeah, I, I sort of get what you
2: mean, yeah. We do. If you're moving a full tilt, mate, and if it, even if it's a slight knock and it, it puts you off your stride, you can go to the floor quite easily.
1: Now, Pipes, we need to talk about the main man of the game, Wes Morgan. The fans chanting his name. Great to hear. Top man. Let's talk about him. Good old captain, Morgan. The only decent captain at the minute in Premier League. <laughs> the best captain. Got the uh, the win mate, off. Mate,
2: it's unbelievable.
1: Ah, oh, his stories, um, really his his story is amazing. amazing. You know, the doubters have given it to him. You know, on social media saying he's done, and yet again he just, he, he, you know, he's he's on the pitch, and he,
2: I think he bossed it. He really did, uh, mate. Don't forget as well, chappers. He came on with no warm up. <laughs> he came on with no warm up. Unbelievable. For nearly thirty five years old, I thought. As I've already said, Barnes and Wood, two of the best at what they do in the Premier League. Flicking balls on, heading yeah. balls that come into the box, strong, you know, real big units. Yeah, and bigger he, than Wes. <laughs> they are. They are. But he it was a typical, I thought, club captain's performance. He come was. on and he really he really led the team onto that win, I think, and, and it was brilliant.
1: And it showed, didn't it? It showed because they 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 wrapped their arms around him. Johnny Evans was celebrating more than Morgan on that goal. You know, it was just you can see that the the lads are well behind Wes Morgan.
2: Yeah, uh, mate, it, it's it, without a doubt. I think all the staff, the staff that I still speak to, absolutely love him. He's supposed to be a top guy. The young lads that have come into the team can't speak more highly of yeah, him. Yeah, respected, and, and that's there he is and that's one of the reasons not for his playing ability not, not so much for his playing ability I think he has to stay at the club for another year because he's such a good influence on that dressing yes list.
1: yes definitely um, with Colo Torre now in you know, sort of like defensive sort of coaching duties as well I think time's good at Leicester um, at the back especially with Chilwell as well he's just getting better and better for me um, hmm. I think it's going to be a good season next season I really do. I think I think Brendan Rodgers is just treating this. The I don't think we've got anything to play for now. I don't know if we could really scrape the seventh spot. I don't think we can, but I think we
2: can. Do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, <that's> where <laughs> me and you differ, mate. I really do think we can. Wow. I, I honestly do. I think Brendan's come in. Obviously, he lost his first game uh, against Watford, but the 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 positivity around the team and the way that that he is. Um, individually, with with Vardy. Yeah, I've seen Morgan. that. We've seen that. We've seen, seen the that, best from we? Morgan. Yeah. You've seen the best from Vardy. Yeah, you've seen even Madison's season. stepping and up a bit
1: now again.
2: Madison, the young lads, and and that's why. Listen, uh, it's no, you know, I'm not trying to hide the fact. I did like Claude. I think he came in and I thought. You know, he, he took over a difficult position and he tried his best. The only the only grievance I've got with Claude is he didn't play to his to his best players'
1: yeah. quality. Which yes,
2: yeah. if your best player is Jamie Vardy, listen, mate, I'm no top manager, I am not. But if I go into Leicester City and I've got Jamie Vardy in the team, I'm thinking, right, how can we utilise his strengths? Yep. yep. And unfortunately, yep. that is what Claude never did. But what I will give Claude credit for is the fact that he flooded, he did flood the first team with youngsters, I love and he it. gave youngsters yep. a chance, and not a lot of managers would have done that. And I credit him for that because that's brave management.
1: Yeah, Roger said the same thing that uh, Claude Puel deserves a little bit more credit than he gets, um, and and it's I think that's right because he, he's what is he brought? he's brought Chowdhury into the main squad. Uh, Madison, uh, Chilwell definitely over Fuchs now, you know, and yep. we, we won't even go there with Harvey Barnes. What a player he is,
2: mate! Absolutely brilliant. I mean, I used to sort of coach Harvey Barnes when yeah. he was younger, and yeah. he was always he was always that type of player, dynamic, high energy. But um, well, listen, I will tell you where a lot of credit's got to go to the to the coaches that still remain at Leicester City at the younger ages and are bringing them guys through the academy because we've got so yeah. much talent in that academy and that's down to them coaches that are there at the minute.
1: Well, my uh, my niece, she plays for the uh, the Leicester, under, I think it's the under-15s, the ladies, well, the girls. Um, so I, I know yeah. a few of the boys and stuff that do all that as well. Um, but, I mean, you you did that for a bit, didn't you? In, was it 2012 or something? Weren't you under-15s the fi- under 15s for a bit?
2: I did, mate. I was under-15s. I was the foundation group, which is under-9s. I did the under-10s, under-11s, under twelve. Under under and now
1: you've got your own academy uh, as well, haven't you?
2: I have, mate. I sort of moved on from Leicester City. Um,
1: FSD? Gave... Is it FSD... Yeah, well, John
2: yeah. Rudkin gave me the opportunity at Leicester. And, you know, me and John. John was my under-11s, under-12s, under-13s manager at Leicester City. And he sort of brought me all the way through. So... You know we had a a working relationship there and i credit him a lot for obviously my career well yeah um and then and then i found tough times after football when i finished and you know john gave me an opportunity to work at leicester which he didn't have to do which was quite a brave decision because someone who's you know been struggling and and drinking and his sort of life's gone all (laughs) over the place after football you know john took a risk really with taking me that's why i really credit him for that and i i appreciate the chance that he gave me because it, it took me on to what i'm doing now and it, it gave me that passion to coach and to be sort of the manager of like youth the youth age and it took me on to do what i'm doing now with the with the fsd academy it's amazing 16 mate. 17 year old it's
1: absolutely amazing mate. It's good, mate. It, it really is uh, you know good things come to good people mate you know you're a good lad you're a leicester local lad you speak just like me leicester everything's with an e-h not y (laughs) (laughs) that's the way it has to be mate isn't it yeah i know i know um stringer said on the radio yesterday said something about it's a bit winder and a bit blower you know and i can't i just thought to myself (laughs) you can't get any more leicester than that on the radio you know i just loved it it just made me smile (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, but what more would you want on BBC Radio Leicester? You've got yeah, to have that exactly. You've got to have a
1: Leicester yeah, Lado spot on, man. mate. Um, I'm just going to literally break down the uh, the next game coming up. But obviously after the international break, um, James Madison got snubbed from the England squad. What do you reckon of that? Do you think Do you think his form dropped because it did, didn't it? Um, do you it think did it drop, mate? I do you think I give him a wake up call? Honest, yeah.
2: Um, I don't. <laughs> Uh, it's a, listen, mate. It's his first season in the Premier League. Yeah. He, he wasn't going to come in, and he wasn't going to be our most outstanding player um, consistently. Not straight away through the whole of the season. Through the whole of the season. Listen, he had a great start. We all seen his ability and his he, how he can play the ten position. I think he's a wonderful footballer. Technically, I think he's probably one of the best footballers we've got yeah minute. yeah um uh, uh, yeah are you seeing if you see... yeah yeah the way he moves between lines it's something that we've been missing for a while he came in he's done that ever so well i think and then don't forget mate he's a young lad yeah he's 21 and so, he
1: 20 yeah similar. Like. he
2: was a bit i think we was a bit tough on him i mean he started brilliant and then he dropped off a bit but that's what every young player does and now he's back at the top of his game again, and he's got to feel gutted yeah. to be honest. I think to not be in Gareth Southgate's squad mm. and, um, at this point.
1: Ne- the next, I think the next one, mate, he'll be back. I think it'll be the next one because under Rodgers, under, the, be, under Rodgers, when they, when Rodgers finds out how to give him a bit more space, like because he had loads of space yesterday against Burnley, and uh, as soon as you give a player like him um, some space, he, he will damage you, and he did. Yeah. Right. And,
2: and you know, the the fact that Tillemans is coming, don't forget that Tillemans has come in and uh, and what I've been saying a lot on the radio is Tillemans and Madison, they they like to interchange a lot because Tillemans is very comfortable in that ten position. So sometimes he moves into that position, Madison drops deeper and vice versa, and it allows and it, it's very difficult for the opposition to pick up one of them. So if Tillerman's just always sat next to Indy he'd be a lot easier to mark. But the fact that he moves between that position and the 10 position, and when he does that, Madison drops in, it, it gives you a lot more space and time to get on the football. And that's what we've seen yesterday. Yes, definitely. When James Madison has got space and time on the football he can hurt the opposition and that's exactly what he did mate yeah
1: spot on mate I mean and you know what James Madison's already holding a record he's got two direct, is it direct free kicks in the in the same season or something I've seen it yesterday it po- yeah, I'm sure that. it posted I up i seen that as well like, like you know Let's that's it, insane
2: <laughs> it is because you think surely someone like Muzzy is it or someone like that has scored two free kicks in one season but apparently not no James Madison's got that and I understood that the other day that he was I think he's got 82. I'm, I, yeah. 81 or 82. Chances um, created or
1: something.
2: Chances created in the whole of Europe, <laughs> number one. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, and he didn't get picked and for England. It's bonkers, isn't it? That stat, well, I think that stat came out the day after um, Gareth Southgate picked, picked his England squad. <sighs> and Got a feel for the know, kid, Gareth's really. Be gutted. Yeah. Well, he will be gutted on that. It, someone who creates that many chances... It has, and he's not got into his national side mm. has got to be absolutely gutted but, especially
1: with his other, you know, the other lads getting in as well Maguire and Chilwell I think it's just going to be even more of a knock isn't it but we'll see
2: it is mate but he's young and uh, I'm sure he believes in his own ability and he's playing well he played well again yesterday he scored an unbelievable free kick by, by the way we've not spoke about that that was Beckham-esque wasn't it just he curled that past Eaton uh, Every time he goes to
1: take a free kick, I think it's gonna go in. <laughs> it's just I, yeah. I just, well, I, do
2: you
1: know what, mate? The, did you go yesterday? No, I, that's the thing. You know, I I just can't get to away games at the minute. Um, because of the my my day job, I'm, I'm a poster during the day. Uh, the time I finish, it's sort of me, I don't yes. finish it till like sort of one two o'clock. So it's it's a nightmare to get to home games, let alone get away pipes. It's just impossible at the minute.
2: Yeah, no, I can imagine, mate. I didn't, I didn't say that Nah. dig you out. If you come, no, no, there. no, it's cool, the mate. The reason why no. I said it, the reason why I said it is because the wind in that stadium, is oh, yeah,
1: ridiculous. Yeah, I've been, I've been before Turf Moor. It's insane, isn't it?
2: Yeah, and I just thought, by the way, I'd never go back. <laughs> if I have gotta go back to do the radio, fair enough. But other than that, Burnley is one of the worst places I've ever been to in Britain, mate. I swear to God. Oh dear. But I just said to Strings on the radio yesterday, if he can get this on target. He's got a big chance because the wind was sort of moving the ball everywhere. Um, But in the end, he didn't even need the wind because it was such a technically brilliant struck-free kick. Yeah, Straight in the top corner. Brilliant goal. I think he's going to get a few more of them, you know. Fair play to the young lad. He, he he dedicated the goal to yeah, Sophie, yeah, you know, yeah. he took his top off yeah. and he had that that was brilliant which
1: is again is a, is a oh, yeah respectful thing to do he's a class lad definitely definitely going to be uh, a, a future Leicester legend I think if he carries the way he's going
2: right yeah, and England as well I
1: think well let's hope well, let's hope mate let's hope um, it's just just insane yeah. that you you know you look back and you go England players Leicester hmm Emil Heskey did Steve Guppy get one? I think he got one cap. Yeah, he got one. <laughs> Gary Linnington, obviously. You know, and now we've got like a squad with, you know, guaranteed at least three that will get probably within the next four years will be in the English squad, guaranteed. Since, yeah. since Well, I...
2: it just shows you. It just shows you where we sort of are at the minute. And yes. I think it was the right time for Claude. I said that earlier, for a managers to come in now, give those players even more confidence and hopefully, the calibre of manager that he is now, <laughs> this is a really important point. Unbelievable. Is that he he can keep the ones that we've got. Because it, if it got to the end of the season and it was still clawed, maybe Chilwell would get an offer from Man City and he think, you know what, I'm going to go. Gonna go. Mm. Under Brendan Rodgers, I think it's a different story. He looks to it and he thinks, this is a great club. I've got a great chairman in yep. top and the yep. King Power Group. Yeah. I've got a great manager in Brendan Rodgers and someone who believes in me. I will play every week and I think he'll be able to develop my game. I'm going to stay. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm hoping. It's staying power, isn't it? That's why I think, well, yeah, that's why I think the club made the decision when they did. Because I thought Claude would probably keep his job till the end of the season and everyone would say, listen, thanks for your services, Claude, but we're going to look elsewhere. But the fact you've got some young players in the team, Harry Maguire... um, Who's 26 now,
1: Ben Chilwell thinks 22.
2: Yeah, if they've got a manager like Claude and the season finishes, has he got the capacity and the style of management to keep players like that? Maybe not. So the fact now you've got a top manager who's gone close to winning the Premier League, he's with Liverpool, he's... He's littered with trophies up in Scotland, and he's a big manager. Yes. Brendan Rodgers. He's up there as a big name. He is. He's an exciting, big-name manager, and that's that's it. He's young, he's ambitious, and maybe that was the club's reasons why they did uh, the deal with him so early.
1: Yeah, and he's got one hell of a pre-season now because I think this is a pre-season for him for next season, regardless of where we finish. We're not going to go down, so I think he's he's got a cracking run for next season now.
2: You know, it's an exciting time for the football club and I'm just, I am can't wait to see what his, what his uh, moves are over the summer and the squad that he creates um, taking us into next season.
1: Yeah, mate, um, I, I, I completely agree. it's oh, insane. I'm just so excited now. I'm, I'm excited about Leicester City Football Club. Um, I'm just going to finish off with the Bournemouth that's coming up um, after the international break. Uh, we've only played them, apparently, nine times in all competitions, Pipes.
2: Yeah, it's not many, mate. It's not many, because is it? they've normally... They're, they've not been in the top league for long, have they?
1: No, two wins, two losses, and five draws between the pair.
2: Yeah, and if we think back, is it the last game that we played? Four two, absolutely hammered. Yeah, yes, yeah, mate. Low attendance as well. It was only
1: like ten thousand, I
2: think. Yeah, but Bournemouth ground can only fit that in. Is, 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 is it twelve? Is it twelve? Is it twelve thousand? Is it max? <laughs> I think so. I've, I've 12, not. I've not been. 000. I've not. It's only
1: one of the only few I've not been to. To be fair, it's a trek as well, isn't yeah. it? It's a bloody trek.
2: Well, it's a trek. It's a, it's a beautiful part of the country, though. It's yeah, of course. It's right, Weymouth uh, sort
1: of Dorset way, isn't it? Down there, it's beautiful.
2: It is, mate. It's beautiful. Um, we got there. We was all excited, and within minutes, it was just going the wrong way. And mm-hmm. Bournemouth really put it to us that day. A, a player that I like, Fraser. I really like um, Ryan Fraser. He's sort of their left winger. He uses both feet, cuts in a lot on his right foot. He absolutely destroyed us that day. Um, And what Bournemouth did, they utilised their strengths, probably you would say, against our weaknesses. And our weaknesses are bringing Wes Morgan in deep and trying to play in and around him. Because, you know, when we first started this interview, Wes is brilliant. playing against the big man he's still got the strength he's still brilliant in the air but he's not so good Mm -hmm. in and around him if you're playing short sharp football and you've got someone who's running in behind him you think of earlier in the season against Everton Richarlison all Richarlison did every time he got the ball was kick it by Wes and try and out sprint him and he did nine times out of ten now as Wes is getting older I think I think he understands himself anyway. You've got to play more like Tony Adams. You've got to try and read the game a little bit more because you've not got the pace to get in in uh, and you know stop them kind of runs. You've got to you've got to be a little bit more intelligent in your thinking. And I think Wes has has adapted his game. He got sent off that game, there. didn't he? He did, mate. He, he he sort of got pulled into areas that he didn't need to be. Like you in said, in. yeah, yeah. He he came into one on ones against quick quick players Fraser, yeah and players like that, and and they just gave him a nightmare. And but listen, I think Bournemouth are decent, but now we're under Rodgers and the way that he plays, You're I think going for he's a win. An Intelligent enough manager, honestly, mate. I think he's an intelligent enough manager to understand what what I've just spoke about, and I think I think he'll Utilise our strengths and it will try and crowd out their strengths, and I think we'll win the game.
1: Okay, score prediction, goal scorer, and we're out.
2: Score prediction will be 2 0 to Leicester.
1: 2 0 to Leicester. And the
2: goal scorers will be. Jamie
1: Vardy with both of them, mate. Oh, it's a double for Jamie
2: Vardy. That's a, that's a little bit of a tip of my hat to you as well. You look so much like the great man. <laughs> uh, why did you have to drop that in? <laughs> yeah, <cheers.
1: laughs> It is what it is, mate. Look, I've had a bit of fun with it. You know, I've had some bad moments with it as well. Uh, people on 100% LCFC know the whole story now, so I ain't got to keep explaining myself. But hey-ho, I had, I had some fun with it, and mate. Hey, mate,
2: there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with looking like someone and utilizing off it. I don't see a problem with it. <laughs> if I'm good at something, or if I, if I've got a ability in a certain area, I wish I, I had the ability. Yeah, I'd tell you that. <laughs> well, mate, if I've got the ability to and utilize to be able to make money off that fact, I'm going to do it. I've got a family, you've got a family, and that's all we're trying to do at the end of the day. Yeah, of course. So don't worry about that,
1: mate. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the last time I played a football match with the, the legends uh, Matt Elliott and Jerry Taggart, they said I was like Bambi on ice, mate. <laughs>
2: hey, mate, <don't>... <laughs> Listen, <laughs> them two, uh... them two can make anyone look like Bambi on ice <laughs> because they're the, the units, they're scary geezers. They used to make me look like Bambi on uh... ice in training.
1: Brilliant, mate. Brilliant. Well, you
2: just got to have belief in yourself. And listen. Listen, thanks for coming next on. Next time you play, just... Listen, next time you play, just don't wear your post bag. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to do a
1: banter show sometime, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that'd be good. Get tags on. You
1: that, brilliant, that'd be man? good. Yeah. L- listen, thanks for coming on, Pipes. Um, and... Uh, if you want to check out Pipes' stuff, he's always on BBC Radio Leicester during the games, bringing us the commentary. He's took talk, took talk over Matt Elliott, haven't you? I
2: have, mate. Yeah, Matt, he has gone and worked for the club now, so there was a position become available, and kindly the BBC asked me, and I accepted.
1: Yeah. So and Pipes brings you some good stuff, uh, and uh, and, uh, and uh, a different perspective than Stringer. <laughs> you two don't always well, you two thing don't thing always agree, me. do you? That's the thing.
2: Well. Well, that's how radio. It makes good radio. You it, know? Does. it does. It does a good. It's always a good listen. listen. Yeah. It, well, if I don't agree with what he's saying, I'm not gonna. I'm not just gonna fall in line. And similar strings with me. We've got two personalities. We've got to have two different views on it. And but listen, he's a good lad, and I love he working is. with
1: him. He is. He is. Thanks. Thank you for coming on pipes. And uh, I'll, uh, I'll. I'll. Well, I'll check you out on on probably the next one we do. Maybe in the future. <laughs>
2: Yeah, mate. I
1: look forward to it. <laughs> cool, mate. Thank you for coming on. Stop, man, Matt Piper there joining us on the podcast. Thank you for coming on, Matt. Right, if you're on SoundCloud, if you're on iTunes, make sure you hit the subscribe button and follow and like us on, at 100LCFC on Facebook and on Twitter. I'm Lee Chapman. Give me a follow at Lee underscore Chappie. And above all else, stay completely 100% LCFC. Cheers, guys.
0: are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport, powered by fans.